Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Today's show, yep, both hours are all about thriving. They're about living life full out. But the reason that I, I love what we're doing and, um, and, and what this is all about is because there's so many things that in my life that I can point to that have really been awesome and grateful, uh, that I'm grateful about. There are very few that I can point to that have been transformative to me. And today's show is, is going to really point to some of those transformative issues and transformative moments in my life. But right now, I just want to make sure that you all know, uh, you are listening to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm Dr. Pat. I'm joined by my main man, Mr. Banny Me, hello, Mr. Hello. Banny Mathers. I'm here. And we've got Benny and Valerie who are going to be super busy today because we have a fabulous giveaway for all of you out there, and you're going to hear about it in a minute. Talk about paying things forward. And my two guests today are are people that not only contribute to the greater good of all beings, but clearly understand what it means to get people involved so that we can contribute to a purpose greater than ourselves. Benny, the way I want to start this conversation, and then I'll let everybody know why this show today is so important to me. When I was... When I was five years old, I grew up in the Bronx. I was born in the Bronx, and I lived in the Bronx. And I had the opportunity at a very, very young age to build an incredible bonding relationship with, and actually to talk about it, it just this film is going to make me cry, with horses. Now, here I am in the Bronx, and one would ask, wait a minute, where are the horses well, I will tell you that because of the business my dad was in, I was fortunate enough to be able to build a loving relationship that I could never understand um, due to uh, riding at Van Cortland Park in the Bronx. And so at age five, I got an introduction to that. And that was fairly short-lived because I went off to boarding school and there were no horses. But that didn't change my relationship. And that didn't change the way I felt about it. Some people say that's because I'm a Sagittarius and I've got some of that going on. I don't think that's it. But I don't know. When I then began my spiritual journey in um, 1994, and that's really when I consider, you know, sort of becoming engaged in so many things, I had the opportunity to go out with a woman named Sedonia Cahill. She used to take people out in the high desert of California on vision quests. And I went on my first vision quest, and then I became part of the co-council. And what I remember are moments that I had with her out there in this high desert with nothing else except nature. And my second, I believe, time uh, there in this vast, beautiful land, I got to experience the power, the beauty, the awe, the majestic nature of wild horses. And what I was told, it was really kind of unprecedented to be out in the desert 
and for humans, at least for me, to be able to walk as closely to them as I did. Now, I have to tell you, I had no idea that they were wild horses, honestly. I mean, my guests are probably saying, what? We're on her show? She didn't get it? Well, no, I didn't. But I did understand how beautiful they were. I did understand how free they were. And there was a part of me that ached inside because I did understand that at a very intuitive level. I also understood that this was not our turf. It was really theirs. And Sidonia made that really clear to all of us that this was a land that had been blessed and had been made sacred by these majestic creatures. So today's show is going to be a conversation about what is happening. And what I was made acutely aware of is that if I were to go to that place that I went, it is highly unlikely that I would have that kind of engagement again. And that breaks my heart. Today's show, and as you've seen us you know, put in our newsletters and beyond, today's show is about making sure that we don't destroy those majestic, beautiful, powerful owners of that land. These are creatures that were there way before we were. And today, I've got two people that know a lot about their journey, that know a lot about what this nature of, look, I'm getting all choked up. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to introduce them right here, Benny. But the, these, these, these two individuals I'm bringing on, and I want to tell you who they are really quickly. Um, joining the show today, Sonia uh, Spaziana is joining the show. Uh, and she is jo- as well joining us with uh, Kimberly Curl. And so I wanted to say that these women that are joining the show today, both Sonia and Kimberly, are here because they, I believe, are more passionate than I can even describe. And Sonia is donating a limited edition, uh, 16 by 22 limited edition print of the first of her Wild Horse series called Untamed to one of you today. And here's the way we're going to go about it. We are going to take your calls throughout the show. 1-800-930-2819. So we're going to take your calls. And what's going to happen is if you hear Valerie put you on hold, don't hang up. If you start to hear the show, don't hang up because we're expecting a lot of calls. We're going to take calls throughout the show to our toll-free number, and we're going to put your name and your information in a raffle. And at the end of the show today, one of you will be selected to receive this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful print. But you need to be starting to dial now. Benny's also going to watch our instant message, and we'll be able to get instant message information from you as well. You can go to our affiliate, our CBS affiliate, psychiconair.com, or NewSkyRadio.com. And if you put your information in the instant feedback mechanism, we will also put you in the drawing. So please start dialing now, 1-800-930-2819, and we will begin to take your call. Sonia, Kimberly, thank you both for joining the show today. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. So I shared a story that was very personal to me that I've never shared on air before, and I didn't really have a context for it or a frame for it. And so what I want to start is I want to start by asking each of you, 
How has the plight of these wild horses affected each of you personally? And I would like to start with you, Sonia, first, and then Kimberly. You know, what is it that has so touched and struck your heart that this has become a, an enormous campaign, getting so many people involved? And then also, I think it's important for each of you to share a little bit about you, yourselves. And Sonia, known as Mustang Meg, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Easier to say than fuzzy on Yeah, well, you know, and Benny calls me Pistol Pack and Patty, so there you go. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like it. Sonia, please share some information with us. Okay. Well, I live the, the Western lifestyle, and so I'm a supporter of ranchers. Um, but I also head out to Southeast Oregon, and I watch and observe wild horses. Now, I have a psychology background at OSU, and so... Naturally, I'm, I'm really drawn to the psychology, the, uh, the behavioral aspect. And so I'll sit there in eastern Oregon down in the, the Steens area and watch the wild horses interact. And every year, sometimes several times a year, I'll go out there and, and watch how these herds change. I watch the stallions. They, they go through their, de- their different behavioral pecking orders to establish or, or steal mares and, and start their own families and then watching which horses then have offspring and who the offspring looks like. It's, it's, it's just it's an amazing thing. And recently, well, I have two little boys, a 5-year-old and an 8-year-old, and they're asking me more and more questions. And I love taking them out into the high desert with me with no fences, no fees, mm-hmm. just, just feeling that wind on our faces mm-hmm. and sitting there and, and having them watch and teaching them along the way. And, and that's very critical to me. And um, while the BLM is, is doing their share in keeping levels at appropriate management levels, there's, there's a bigger facet to that. And, and that's where it's frightening because I don't know where this is going to stop. Mm. So, so for me, as an artist, I also like to capture their spirit and draw them. And so that's why I've started this, this new series for the Mustangs where 50% is donated to a Mustang organization, wild mm-hmm. horse organization. Mm-hmm. But, but that's, it's, that's it in a nutshell, to be able to go out into the high desert and, and observe these horses as they are, what, what has, how they have been shaped by the wind and, uh, I'm sorry, not by the wind, but by the uh, environment and then hundreds of generations of well-born Mustangs before them. Mm-hmm. That's what's amazing to me. It's really beautiful, and I, I tried to describe, uh, describe a bit about what my brief experience and encounter was um, in a very expected place. And I didn't really understand until I met both of you and, and also understood what's at risk here of how, how very, very ma- magnificent and powerful and how freedom is really something that can be turned on and turned off uh, in a switch. Kimberly, thank you for joining us as well. So I want to welcome you to the show. Thank, thank you for having me. So what has this journey been like for you? I mean, what is it about um, what we're talking about today and about you know these, these ma- magnificent creatures? What is at risk here, and why are you involved? Well, I, when I was listening to your story mm-hmm. about when you were young, um, it, it was choking me up as well. I have a very similar story. I mean, my mother swears the first word out of my mouth was horse. <laughs> so I certainly have been 
ridiculously in love with them since I was a child and really not having any, to me, a horse was a horse. I didn't care if it was a Mustang, a quarter horse, a Frisian. I didn't know the difference. There was no Mm -hmm. borders around horses. They were just a symbol of everything that sent me dreaming as a child. Um, My walls were lined with pictures of horses. Anything I could find of a horse was stuck on the wall. (laughs) And I wasn't ever allowed to have one, but I certainly got to ride them. I got to do trail rides and whatnot. And it wasn't until I came to Los Angeles and um, I came to L.A. to be an actress. Mm -hmm. And I did start trail riding quite a bit in Burbank and then lost sight of it again. And when I got my own horse at 35, that's when everything changed. And Mm -hmm. that was about seven plus years ago. Um, And I knew as soon as I had a horse, I mean, everything in my life was shifting almost too rapidly. The emotions I was having were almost too much to handle. I was going through a really difficult time. And the horse, my mare, was almost in some ways making it better, in some ways making it more difficult. And I couldn't understand fully what I was going through. But I knew I needed to seek out something more. And I had been really wanting to see wild horses. I mean, that's something every little girl who loves horses wants to do. And I stumbled across Return to Freedom, which has another lovely long story, but I won't go into that, how that happened. And the second I drove into the driveway, I cannot even explain in words how I felt. Mm. When the gates opened and we rolled down that driveway, I remember saying in my head, your life is about to change. And it has changed. That's where I can hardly talk. (laughs) It has changed um, in unbelievable ways since the second I landed there. And when I got there, I had no idea what I was going to find out. Mm-hmm. I just loved horses. I wanted to see them. I was moving into photography. I just wanted to be around them. And once I got there and found out the issues and what was happening and what was going on, that entered a whole new level of emotion. And then I realized that emotion, you know, it can move people to change, but you have to get out and you have to do something. And the best thing that you can do is educate. So the issue at hand right now with wild horses, I mean, we are literally obliterating them from this this country. And so many people are unaware of what's going on. I mean, I find it amazing that people don't even realize we still have wild horses in this country. So Return to Freedom has been my source of inspiration. It was my sounding board to get out and learn. Meta DeMaio, who is the founder of Return to Freedom, has taught me so much about the issue, about what's going on with horses, and her website is a wealth of information, which we can get into later, but um, getting into what is happening at the moment, if, if, for those that don't know, in this year alone, I believe the BLM has scheduled, is it, Tanya, if you correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's around 12,000 horses are planned for a roundup this year alone. Mm. Yes, from the start of the year. uh, So, and this is something that many, many people are unaware of, but what I have found time and time again, Dr. Pat, is when people are made aware of it, they are moved to anger, moved to tears, moved to wanting to do something about it because horses are such, I mean, it's starting to sound like a cliche, I guess, because Bonnie and I are dealing with this all the time, but horses are such a symbol of power Mm -hmm. and freedom. I mean, it's everything that this country claims to stand for. Mm Mm-hmm. And so you look at this this animal that is a symbol of everything we are supposed to be, and I think what really gets to people is that they're a non-predatory animal. Right. 
that stands for power and freedom. They're not. Mm-hmm. They're not a lion. They're not a. There's something that doesn't harm. Mm-hmm. They're, but yet they're this enormous creature that stands for everything that we. I mean, we, we that we're made of. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing that I, I want to be really clear about. I want to just two things. And and uh, first, I want to say that we are taking your calls throughout the show, and at the end of the show, and Sonia is actually going to describe what one of you will be receiving. But the way to participate in this, it, there's two ways. One is, you know, go to psychiconair.com or newskyradio.com, and in the instant feedback window, we need your name and your email address and a way to contact you, and we will put you in the drawing. At the end of the show today, one of you will receive this, this amazing limited edition print, and we're going to tell you about it. Sonia, why don't you take a moment to tell folks about the series, about why this is, uh, uh, well, first of all, let me thank you both for for doing this, but what is it about the print that our listeners should know? And those of you out there, uh, remember to keep dialing our toll-free number, which is 1-800-930-2819. Valerie will get your information, and you'll be part of this drawing at the end of the show today. 1-800-930-2819. Sonia, what is it about your work, the paintings that so portray this beauty and this un, really unspoken freedom that you've been able to discover through art? Well, this this image that I chose to kick off this whole uh, series for the Mustang is called Untamed, which, of course, is the other name for Mustang. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's also a play on words because this, this image has a wild mare in it that's, um, that's got a, just an amazing wild mane, so, so this untamed mane. So that's how that name came about. Now, I have to also say that there's been a lot of photographers who have um, donated, given to me their photographs to um, use as reference material for my drawings. And this one in particular is by Mark Terrell, um, an amazing Nevada wild horse photographer. And uh, just from the generosity of his heart, wanted to help the Mustangs. And this, this has been my plight to somehow give, somehow help give it to the plight of preserving our wild Mustangs. And this image is a mare, and the name was originally always watching because she's always watching, listening to the story Mark gave me. She's always watching for her offspring. She's had... Mm-hmm. Um, offspring in the last five years and is a very, very good mother. But at the same time, she's as wild as, as the wind, basically. Um, and, and these, in, these pictures that I do, I have a collection of wild horse mane and I dab it, I do mostly pencil and pastel. But then I also have a few strands of wild horse mane that I dip into acrylic and add the little wisps, wisps of mane and mm. tail or the fine hair details so that each image is essentially touched by an American living legend. Mm. So that's kind of my thinking behind this. And, of course, the the picture, 50% of it goes to Return to Freedom. Mm -hmm. And that's where Kimberly is part of. Well, and this is really, let's bring this conversation to the forefront. Um, You know, Kimberly, thank you, and Sonia, thank you. And all of you out there, we are going to do exactly what we said we were going to do at the end of the show. One of you is going to receive this beautiful 
beautiful print, uh, untamed, uh, plus donation made in the winner's name to return to freedom. So two things are going to happen. One of you is really, really lucky, and Benny and Valerie and I cannot participate in this. One of you is really lucky. You're going to win this beautiful print, and then a donation is going to be made in your name to return to freedom. Um, I, I wanted to, uh, Kimberly, I wanted to ask you a question because we, we kind of brushed over it. Describe a roundup for our listeners. Hmm. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> save the good question for you. <laughs> don't, just, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'm going to get back to you, Sonia. No problem. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Yes. Yep. Um, I have not personally watched one. I have been out on the rangelands many times. I've been to many different areas, but I have been educated in them. I've watched numerous videos so that I am educated in them. And the first word that comes to my mind is violent. Um, the way that the horses are rounded up is general is with a helicopter, and the horses are gathered. They will they will set a, a stationary area that will be the holding facility, and that's a corral with a long um, alleyway that's sectioned off with panels and tarps that the horses will run down. What they do is they go out with a few. Guys will go out on horseback with a Judas horse, what they call it, and they will release the Judas horse when they get near the wild horses. Once the Judas horse is released, they start to move the horses. They scare them with the helicopter because, obviously, imagine how quiet and peaceful it is out where they live. Yep. And then all of a sudden we all know yep. the, the you know, annoying sound of the helicopter. I mean, I it's a pretty violent sound. I know. And so the helicopter swoops in, and it swoops low. It does not stay up high. Mm. It swoops so low that you can sit in that helicopter, look down, completely decide what color each horse is, probably know if it's a stallion or a mare. You're so close to the horses. And it'll swoop down and chase the horses towards the Judas horse, and then that Judas horse will go into the catch pen, and they will follow it in. Mm -hmm. And then they slam the door shut on them. Once they're in... Listeners might think, oh, well, big deal. Horses go in fences. These are wild horses. Once they're in is when the violence gets even worse because now you've got animals that are used to roaming on thousands of acres free. Yes, stallions fight. I've watched it a million times, and it's really not a big deal. But once they're kept in captivity right. and they're all discombobulated and they don't know where their mares are and they don't know where their foals are, right. now foals are being trampled. The, if the fencing is not handled properly, le- properly, legs are going through fencing, breaking. Many horses, many, and Sonia and I can give you many websites with visuals of um, stallions trying to jump, six-foot panels. And the average Mustang is around, you know, 14 two, so they're not they're not large horses trying to scale and jump a six-foot fence, which can end tragically because again, a leg will be broken. Roundups. There are death numbers in every roundup. Yep. I have not heard of a roundup in the last, and I'm, I could be wrong, I doubt it, in the last however many years without fatalities. Mm-hmm. There's always a fatality. And the numbers, I mean, the last roundup we just had a couple weeks ago, in one afternoon, I think they only spent a few hours doing a roundup, they managed to kill seven horses. Mm-hmm. So, uh, And so let's talk about this in the name of what? So that's the question, isn't it? So, okay, let's round them up in the name of what? Well, the best way to answer, I mean, it's such a deep issue. It is. It is a deep issue, but that's okay. 
Yeah. It's, <laughs> sorry, all right. it's multi. It's multifaceted. <laughs> it's multifaceted. Yep. It's a money-driven agenda, and mm. the horses are not. Ask me if I'm surprised. <laughs> the horses are not. They're not. There's no money to be made off of them. They're basically pests in the way to the government. To and I, I get really nervous about saying this next word, ranchers, because I am an advocate of old world ranching as well. I think it has. And it's not all ranchers, so we just want to be clear. No, I want to be no, very clear. No, because I've got some friends. Yes, yeah, exactly. I was just going to say that who yeah, are really I mean, advocates. So yeah, yeah we just got to be clear about that. I, and I want to be really clear about it because I've actually, since the beginning of of my getting involved with this, which is only seven years ago, you know, I. I immediately thought, wait a second, but and I'm not a meat eater, but I've never thought that all ranchers were all bad. But, but there is, you know, there are some issues that, that lie with the two, and then there's also a new issue that has been introduced, and that's the drilling for oil oh, yes. in particular areas. Yes, um, right. Mm-hmm. I, I don't... I don't want to get too much into that either because I, and Sonia may have it, but I don't have all the specifics on that, mm-hmm. but I know that it's a new thing that has been introduced and there's mm-hmm. a new pipeline called the Ruby Pipeline that's supposed to be drilling and going through these areas. Yeah. From Wyoming, clear out Getting back to the horses, mm-hmm. Roundup. So the horses then are rounded up and they're processed. They are now supposedly up for adoption. And as we all know in this economy right now, nobody's adopting wild horses. And even if they do, they Nine times out of ten, don't know how to handle that. Are you kidding? People aren't even going to shelters to get dogs and cats. Exactly. Yeah. So, so we have it, to be a little bit realistic about this. You yeah. know, I mean, you, you know, we can be a little controversial, but there is the reality of this. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Well, and, and when there's you reality think- to many things. I mean, I'm not saying that the horses don't need to be managed, and I use that word loosely, mm-hmm. in, in a certain that that needs to happen as well. I mean, you know, there ha- a solution has to be met, but we don't have one right now. What's happening is not working. Right. It's not working. Horses are dying. Mm-hmm. Horses are being stripped from their lands. Horses are being ripped from their families and their social structures. And none of them are getting adopted. I mean, the average horse costs, I believe, around $3,000. That's one horse. So imagine if they're going to round up 12,000 horses this year. It costs about $3,000 for that one horse to be removed, processed, um, to, to possibly be adopted for $125. Mm-hmm. There's a deficit in the program. I mean, you do the numbers. Right. And, and when that one horse is removed, what it does is it, it gives room for livestock raising. And, and they, they tend to make, what, about $8 or, and something for that, for that livestock for a period of time on the range. Mm-hmm. So, so this operation is working at a deficit at taxpayers' expense. Exactly. Well, we're going to talk about this and much more. Oh, we're going to take a short break on the Dr. Pat Show. Just in case those of you tuned in late, Mustang Meg, artist and wild horse advocate, Sonia Svetiana, and her guest, photographer, advocate, Kimberly Curl. Everybody joining the show today. We're having a blast here. And the reason that we are is because we are passionate about creating a level of awareness that just doesn't exist. Today, throughout the show, you are able to call in to our 1-800 number and just give Valerie your name at the end of the show. One of you 
one of you will be selected to win an amazing print. And a donation will be made in your name. So when we come back, we'll talk about Return to Freedom. The number to call in, I'm going to give you a couple of them. We do have a toll-free number, 1-800-930-2819. That's toll-free. But we also have another number that I want to give you as well, 425-373-5527, And, Benny, we're also taking uh, uh, instant feedback messages. Yep. At uh, NewSkyRadio.com, and just punch your name in there and your phone number, and we will put you in the drawing. When we come back, we're going to be talking about what Return to Freedom is doing to help the plight and what all of us can do. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Are you tired of waking with aches and pains? Sick of taking one prescription drug after another? Would you like to take complete charge of your health? At Vitality Chiropractic, Dr. Bonnie Verhunt specializes in all-natural treatments for everything from arthritis to chronic fatigue. For information on how chiropractic can change your life, visit vitalitychiropractic.com or call 206-824-5521. And be sure to listen to Dr. Bonnie Verhunt on the Dr. Pat Show. E-Cloth, the only cleaning solution you'll ever need. E-Cloth's fiber function does the cleaning, not a chemical reaction. Also, no paper towels or chemicals to buy, so you'll save lots of money. And E-Cloths are guaranteed to thoroughly clean for years. The whole time, safer for you, your family, the environment, and saving you lots of money. As a Dr. Pat Show listener, get 20 20% off everything you order and free shipping. Go to ecloth.com and when checking out, enter Dr. Pat. You'll never go back to cleaning any other way. Hi, I'm Chuck Norris. And no, not that Chuck Norris. About a year ago, I got on the Take Shape for Life program and I've lost 170 pounds. When I got on the Take Shape for Life program, I just set myself a goal. I decided I was going to go skydiving, but weighing 355 pounds, it was never an option. I hit 185 pounds and decided to take the leap. Lose the weight and live life on your terms. To learn more, visit simpletolose.com. Results will vary. Consult a physician before beginning weight loss program. Call or go online for complete program and discount details. Do you want to increase your prosperity even in this economy? Now through September 17th, show host Madeline Gerwick is offering selected class CDs for 35% off. Her prosperity release CD allows you to release fears related to not having enough money so money can flow to you more easily. The Paper Piles release will help you let go of old clutter and paper piles that will clear out stuck energy so new opportunities can arrive. Plus, your 2010 Good Timing Guide is available for $9 while supplies last. To order or learn more, go to AskMadeline.com. That's A-S-K-M-A-D-E-L-I-N-E.com. Or call her toll-free at 877-524-8300. That number again is 877-524-8300. These 35% discount specials are good now through September 17th. So order today.
do we need to replay that with Mustang Meg. Can we can you sing that tune? Can we do can do the Mustang Meg? Well, that's it. Mustang Meg, Mustang Sally, it doesn't matter. The point is that, you know, today's show is a show that I've been really looking forward to and I have to stop for a minute and really thank uh, the person that has been behind this from day 1. And that is Kim Hunt. You know, Kim works with the Dr. Pat show. She's one of our our producers and um along with Linda. And these two uh Kim actually came this off and made all of us aware and linda and kim have gotten together to put a campaign uh together on the dr pat show on transformation talk radio and any other place we are to make sure that we are providing education and information for all of all of you out there any of you that really believe in nature and preserving what is so beautiful majestic and free so i want to just tell you all that if you go to the drpatshow.com and that's just a place to start you're going to be able to see the print that we're giving away today on our home page but i think as sonia um uh, ha- has said as well as Kimberly has said, there are many places that you can go to and we're going to give out some information today. So the way that you're going to be able to receive this print and also a donation made in your name, a donation to return to freedom to help the wild Mustangs will be made in your name. This is unprecedented. We've never had anything like this on the show. You just simply need to continue to call in. Valerie will take your name. Uh, we have a toll-free number and a local number. I'll give them both out because sometimes we get jammed up in there with so many calls. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. All you need to do is get in there and give Valerie some information. Locally, it's 425-373-5527. And if you're listening on our CBS affiliate, um, just go to the instant feedback window at newskyradio.com. Put your information in there. Benny's getting his hot fingers going to pull that information. You all will be included in the raffle at the end of the show today. So we're going to make the announcement today. You're not going to have to wait like a week or a year or anything like that. It's not like the new publisher's clearinghouse or anything. No, we're, do- we're like doing it live. Sonia, um, Kimberly, thank you both for joining us here today. I want to also let people know why that donation is so important and what Return to Freedom and other organizations are doing to really stop the roundups and um, kind of get a sense of where we are in the process. Who, who would like to start that conversation? Because I'd like to hear from both of you. Well, I can start there. Um, since you had mentioned the artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the proceeds that go to Return to Freedom, I'm having specifically allocated to on the range management. Mm. So finding solutions and ways to keep our horses on the range and controlling their numbers in various ways, and, and we can cover that later. Um, and so that's where I want the money to go to. Um, and it, it would it would drastically reduce roundups, needed roundups, and, and everything that Kimberly described. So that's that's what I'm doing, and hope, and I'm hoping that with this grassroots, more people will do a, do the same and help to donate to keep the horses on our western rangelands lands where they belong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you know this is when you were describing the roundup, and I'm familiar with them as well. I'm really struck by this, and you know what I'm really struck by? I'm really kind of struck by the idea that you know, imagine imagine you know a hundred people 
standing in, in, in a group. And all of a sudden, they get rounded up by something that shocks and scares them to death. And in that, in that scuttle, in that panic, they're running around and they, they get detached from their children's from their children, from their loved one. I mean, this is really the, stri- the striking image that, that is with me, at least. So imagine 100 people in a group, and all of a sudden you have something that happens, whether it's a, a helicopter, an explosion, but something that disrupts you so much that you can't hold and lose and, and hang on to that which you love. And you get separated, and you get separated in a lot of ways, and then all of a sudden you're isolated and you're put apart. Um, think about this from these majestic animals that, that roam this land for free. And what I want to say to all of you is when you're calling in, if you are put on hold, and we're going to put you on hold because we don't want to drop you, if you're put on hold, what I want to say to you is that you're going to hear the show Please don't hang up. It's just that we don't want the calls to drop, and we want to get as many of you as possible. So I want to talk a little bit about why there are other options to this and what is being suggested and what people can get involved in. So would you all – so where do we go from here in this conversation, so to speak? Well, from from my perspective, what what is really astounding is that we have – um, 36, maybe 38,000 horses in cap, wild horses in government holding facilities around the whole United States. And that outnumbers the horses left in our wild. Wow. And, um, the, the, they're thinking that the numbers are somewhere between 23, 28,000. And those numbers fluctuate. It's, it's really hard to tell because nobody can get an accurate assessment. So the government is basically, um, working off the idea that the, the fertility rate of horses is at 20, 22%, when in actuality, looking at um, the actual statistics through the National uh, Academy of Sciences, it's actually at only 10%. And then you factor in mortality and drought conditions, and the numbers go down. And so so there's, there's the, um, the wild mare contraception, which... Uh, could be used remote darting contraception, mm-hmm. and um, but with that, I really caution that that is is carefully monitored with another overseeing agency, and to make sure that all the mares are rotated so mm-hmm. that um, all the genetics are accu- accurately um, mm-hmm. shown in that herd, rather than selecting for and turning it into a breeding program, which is the direction that this seems to be going. And we've got a lot of wonderfully engineered horses, but uh, different breeds of horses that are remarkable, but as far as the wild mustang, they need to be left as they are, um, shaped by their ancestors and shaped by the environment. So help me understand this. So is it is it then uh, is it then true in this country that we don't really have enough free roaming land to like move the horses to? Well, and and that's another thing is is. We have herd management areas, and um, and they were they were given a certain amount of acres to roam on. But we the, the there's a lot of herds, and this is where the problem is. You know the the regular roundups that keep numbers at lower levels that that happens, and, and I understand that. But there have been herd management areas that have been zeroed out. We have lost 111 herd management er- areas, which translates to 19 million management acres 
And since year 2000 alone, we've lost 40, more than 40% of our horses, 40 to 50% of our wild horses, which we've given, which we have BLM take care of. And so to me, that's a huge correlation. So my thinking is that Mustangs lock up the lands from use, development, exploitation, whether it's resources or whatnot. Once the, if the horses are there, then the land can't be utilized. But if they remove the horses, then they can develop it. They could they could trade it interagency, whatnot. But this this is this is a, definitely where the issue is, and mm-hmm. then of course costing taxpayers around thirty four million dollars annually just to house these captive horses, and and that's where the BLM is um, causing or muddying the situation, saying that we have all these horses, but really there's two numbers of horses we're talking about. Right. The, 38 and counting um, horses in captivity and those still left in the wild. Mm-hmm. And while it's costing us all this money and they're they're asking for more money, they're still continuing to round up more horses when we're asking for a suspension, a moratorium on these roundups until better management can be put in place. You know, um, one of the things that um, that I think most people are getting acutely aware of is that we do have alternatives. But I think it's exactly like you said, without having information and education around this, um, people uh, are just not aware. So I want to ask you both. Um, and I'm actually going to skip the next break for a minute. I want to ask you both to give out some websites and information so that people not only can find out more. Certainly, if you go to Google and you Google this, it's like everywhere, don't everywhere. you think? Yeah. yeah. I mean, so um, what's the best websites for people to go to if they want to donate or, or just find out more? I definitely would go with Return to Freedom, uh, mm-hmm. the Wild Horse Sanctuary, mm-hmm. and um, the American Wild Horse Preservation Campaign, which has, a, a lot of very good information that mm-hmm. you can utilize, um, and uh, any and there's there's a lot of other ones out there, but those are the two that come to mind, including the Cloud Foundation, which is what Ginger Catherine's of the of uh, the Wild Stallion Cloud mm-hmm. takes care of, and she also works tirelessly to make sure that we keep these horses out on the wild ranges. Mm-hmm. Um, and and this brings up another point that that they're proposing a lot of. Pres- uh, Artificial preservations out in the in the east and midwest uh-huh. of us to keep these horses and and there's no word that they're that they're not meaning that they're going to keep horses still on our western rangelands and just put excess horses out there. There's none of that language, which makes me really nervous. And more and more and more uh, herd management areas are, areas are being eliminated and horses are being taken. Mm-hmm. And like I've said, we've lost forty to fifty percent of our wild horses now since two thousand alone. And we do have the um, Wild Horse and Borough Protection Act of 1971, but in 2004, there was a, a rider that was slipped in very secretively, and this was <laughs> during the holiday season when everybody was going to the holidays. Oh, boy. The appro- appropriations bill, right. which shot the whole issue or the whole act full of holes for horse, wild horse protection. And, and that's why there's there's such an influx and escalation in roundups and removals and zeroing out of whole herds. And why why was that done? Can I ask? Do we have a rational explanation? Why was the burns? Probably because they didn't. It, it, it's almost like an avoidance of having to manage these horses hmm. in captivity. This way they can, in various ways, dispose 
of horses, whatever way that is. You know what's so interesting about this, ladies? And I and I love to talk about this while while we're getting everybody's uh, information. I just want to say you all have a few more minutes, if you like, to give us a shout and be part of uh, this uh, amazing Pay It Forward, this beautiful print, uh, as well as a donation made in your name. We have a few more minutes if you want to give us a call before we actually will select someone. Benny and Valerie are working amazingly to make this happen. 1-800-930-2819. That's our toll-free number. 1-800-930-2819. You know what's interesting about this? So, so much of our history... Right. If we go back here in this country, whether it's whether it's written or otherwise, movies, television, everything that we ever grew up with about the West, so to speak, have always involved uh, the majestic beauty of horses that we've so been encouraged to love. You see what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Right. So here we are in a society and a culture who has actually created an entire population of advocates based on what they've done to really grow this pop culture, this subculture of us, right? Mm-hmm. Now, here we are. We're like their worst nightmare now. Yeah. Yay for us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, yay. Exactly. Exactly. I, I would love to tap on something really quickly if I can sure. before we get away from it. Yeah, please. Um, what... Sonia was saying about the um, Burns Amendment that had happened, I think what would be really important for everybody to know, especially when you're out there Googling wild horse preservation and returntofreedom.org and, and all these other wonderful, wonderful things that you can get you know, resources from, is that people need to know these are public lands. And I don't think people understand, a lot of people don't understand that that means that's their land. This land is, is designated for public use. It's no. designated for the horses. So when they are removing the horses and when they're doing everything that they're doing now, it, it's, it's borderline illegal. And I don't, I say borderline because I don't know if I'm allowed to use that word. Oh, no, no, that's good. I do the same thing. Benny and I do it all the time. Uh, <laughs> so the horses really, really do belong to those mm-hmm. of you listening. The horses belong to you. And if you don't, write your legislators, and if you don't make the phone calls and just, we, if everyone just sits around and then, you know, cries about it in five years and we don't have any horses left, understand that they're your horses and that it's the people's voices that will make a difference. Because right now the government is they're listening to our voices. Not much, But they're though. not really. Right. I, and I they're not that. really because no. they need more push. Mm-hmm. They yeah. have to listen to us. It's like so, anything, isn't it? It is. It really so, is. The louder you can talk, or the more you can even just sign petitions, if you think it's not helping, rethink it. It is. It really it's, is. It, it really makes, makes a difference, and I can't stress that enough. So yes, please sign right. as many petitions as you can. Go to these websites. Pick up the phone and call your legislator as much as you don't want to hear that darn recorded voice for the fifth time in a row. <laughs> do it. I, I Johnny do. and I have done it. Many of us oh, have done many, it, and you always many. think, oh, gosh, here we go again. There's another roundup. Do it. Yeah, there's there's a number you can call, and can I leave it with yeah, you? Uh, no, I would like you to give it to everyone, please. Oh, okay, okay. Um, to call your congressperson or senator, and you can get it by um, going to the Capitol Hill switchboard, and that's 202-224-3121. And then the White House number is 202-456-1414. And, again, like like Kimberly described, these, these public lands are ours. And it feels like 
we're not being heard. Not only the public lands, but these horses are ours, which which we've asked the BLM to care for, and 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 that's that's huge to me. And for mm-hmm. our voices to be ignored is is a big deal. And so, along with that, I've started the cause, a million voices for Mustangs, mm-hmm. where if we can get a million people, I'm hoping that the government cannot ignore million a million voices for these Mustangs from all over the world. Yeah, and it's it's honestly, it's not like there isn't an alternative, at least one or more alternative solutions, right? Oh, there's many. Right, there's that's many. what I'm trying to say is, you know, it, it's one thing to be an advocate for something and to look at what the alternatives are and say, oh, no, we don't even have a short list. That is not what's going on here. No. Um, and, and I think that I'm so glad you're doing this because you're going to get me like on my soapbox about something else, but I won't even go there. <laughs> we have forgotten, I believe, at some level, how powerful our voice is in this country. You know, there are other countries that if you two were doing this in some other country, and I'm not going to mention any names, we would not hear from you anymore. <laughs> We'd be pulled from our homes tonight never seen again. <laughs> you would be erased from any record that you ever existed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's not the country we live in. And right. so I think that what's so important about what you're doing, and I love it, is that... We are asking people to remember that you are a voice. You exactly. count. Exactly. You Every count. voice counts. Every drop in the bucket counts. And that's what's so powerful about this today. You know, the reason that, and I, I can't say enough, I have to thank Kim Hunt again. Because Kim is the one that that got the momentum going. And actually, we're going to have another interview as well on this uh, topic. And so uh, I'm going to ask Valerie and Benny to come in because we are going to do the raffle here in a second. And Valerie has been on the phones and Benny's been on the instant message. So it's kind of good. Would you ask Valerie to come in for a minute, Benny? Because I want you guys to do it. I don't um, I want it to be neutral, a neutral picking. Valerie, come on in here. Uh, She's on her way. She's on her way. And so one of the things that that I was struck by is I never forgot that experience that I shared at the beginning. Now, I was on a sacred journey in a place that I didn't even understand where I was in my life. So it was, you know, kind of a strange place for me. And I was told afterwards, just so you know, I was told afterwards that they watched me walk out into the, this vast desert towards this group, this family, as I call them, of horses, right? Mm-hmm. And they watched me, and they, they watched me, and they tried to uh, stop me, but I couldn't hear them. You know, I mean, you, have you ever been in the, in the high desert? Yes. I mean, once you walk in 20 feet from somebody, you can't hear because yes. it's like, but I kept walking. And they, they want, and, and it wasn't so, uh, so, you know, so, she didn't do that. Sidonia didn't do that. It was the other people in the group who were f- afraid for me. They're afraid <laughs> for me. And I kept walking, and I can't describe why I walked and what that was about. I really don't know till this day, but I was drawn to them. Oh, that's wonderful. They let me get closer, apparently, and you all can t- t- talk to this, but they let me get closer than, than they let most humans. And I didn't really understand that. But I knew enough to stop at a certain point. I knew enough to not go past a certain, I don't know, I don't know, space or something. But what I got to experience in that moment is a sense of freedom that they had that no one should take away from them. 
And that's why I want to thank you both for joining us here today. Now, Valerie is joining us. I want you to meet Valerie. Valerie, say hi. Good morning. Hi. Hello. Hello. Or good afternoon, depending on where you are. Yes. (laughs) Sorry. Yep. And Valerie is going to pick the winner. She's been on the phones. Benny has been on instant messaging. She said me. Yeah, me. This is it. Shaking. Okay. She's (laughs) here. The big drum roll. Yay! I'm closing my eyes, people, so, okay? <laughs> they can see you on the camera. It's yeah. intuitive. I'm picking who needs to be picked. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and it has led me to Marion. Oh, Marion Lockhart's a longtime listener. Yay, Marion! Wonderful. Yay, yay, yay. And she's from uh, here in Washington State, so great. Perfect. Okay. And we had so, callers call in from all over, pretty much. Uh, Florida, Jersey, uh, Arizona. Yep. And Washington. That's what I got. Oh, okay. Wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you, Valerie. Yeah. Good job. Dude, I'll let you hold on to that. No, don't give that to me. That's a, That would be like a lost piece of information. You're I'll hold safe on with to you. your info, Send it to Linda. Marian. Okay, great. Benny, thank you. We also included our folks on instant feedback messaging, yep. right? Mm-hmm. We got those in there. Good job from the uh, team here. I want to thank you both for joining us today, and I want to ask each of you if there is, and we still have the phones ringing, by the way. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> um, I want to ask each of you to share your personal message as we, uh, you know, bring this conversation to an end. So, you know, please tell our listeners what it is you want them to walk away with today. Well, what what I'd like to see is, is beginning with a, a suspension of Roundup until that a different management strategy is in place. And and, then, and there's so many other solutions like Wildmere contraception and um, giving even giving back the 111 herd management areas, if not the same areas than, than other lands to sustain those horses. And that we, we have a transparency in, um, in humane observers being able to view these gathers and, and that's what Obama had said and had wanted, President Obama, excuse me, had wanted all along is to have a transparency in this program. And, and recently um, that, that has been contradicting his pledge for the transparency. So I'd also like to see the president step in and reform this program. Um, in addition, uh, as far as staying connected to the information, getting the most pertinent information would be going to Return to Freedom site, American Wild Horse Preservation Campaign site, the Cloud Foundation, Kimberly's website, and also my Mustang Make website, where there I try and provide uh, information that gets funneled from these different sources to me. Excellent. And, um, and other things besides calling the numbers that I left earlier, there's also um, joining a wild horse program um, and co- becoming part of the causes joining in for that million voices for Mustangs to make a difference. And the last thing I want people to take away from this is to know that wild horses are our heritage. They're our American treasure yep. and icon of our West. Yep. And this is what America stands for. Thank you both for joining the show today. Thank you for paying forward that beautiful, beautiful print. And thank you so much for all that you're doing. I hope uh, we get to talk again. Actually, I think we're going to talk again. So thank you both for joining us. We're going to take a short break on the Dr. Pat Show. We'll be right back.